Welcome to the Rush Hour. Your daily dose of pop culture and entertainment news for your Rush Hour ride. Work sucks, but your commute doesn't have to. Buckle up and enjoy the drive with your host, stand-up comedian and power recapper, Dave Neal. All right, everybody. Happy Thirsty Thursday, the last Bachelor afternoon. Thirsty Thursday of the year. That's right. August. What's the date? December 28th. Holy cow. Not August. December 28th, 2023. Days left in the year. And it's that week where no one's working. Everyone's milking the clock. Every content creator takes the week off. And I'm here to tell you that there is no rest for the breaking news. We've got it all today. You may have seen on YouTube. I'm teasing it right now. We got a source uh, in the Clayton Eckert paternity scandal, which alleges that Jane Doe is no longer pregnant. I'm going to share more of that a little bit later on. We got some other news to get to. I've got uh, everything from uh, some uh, high crime. Uh, uh, what would you What would you say this? Uh, the a lady who was convicted of killing her mom just released from prison. Ariana Grande is now living with her boyfriend. They both kind of cheated on their partners, and the Idaho murder house is being torn down a year after an arrest was made from that devastating Idaho murder. Uh, so we got a lot to get into. Trust me, a lot to get into. And again, we'll have that Clayton story along with so much more on today's episode. Uh, but first, I'd hate to start this without getting off on a good foot, and that being our Microdose sponsor, Microdose Gummies. Is uh, You might have heard of them. They're not just uh, forgetting stone. It's about feeling just the right amount of good. Helps you feel healthier and perform better. Microdose gummies deliver perfect entry-level doses of THC that help you feel just the right amount of good. I mean, I'm not kidding when I say this. Last night, I got text neck. Do you know Do you know what text neck is? When you've been texting too much, looking down and your neck hurts? I've got a chronic neck injury, and I try my best not to take uh, painkillers or things like that. But what I like to do at the end of the night is a microdose gummy. Sometimes two, about an hour before I go to bed, I put on Survivor. I watch them all compete over a peanut butter and jelly sandwich while Leah, I eat a uh, hot baked potato and I do that all with a little bit of a high, a little bit of a buzz. It feels absolutely great out there. And you guys can feel great too. Get 30% off your first order plus free shipping today at microdose.com. Promo code rush hour. It's available nationwide. Microdose.com. Promo code rush hour for 30% off and free shipping. Microdose.com promo code rush hour. All right, we're going to dive right into the news today. I've got Lance Bass being interviewed and he says a NSYNC reunion is being discussed. You may already know this about me. I'm not a huge fan of Lance Bass, but let's hear what he has to say. What's your Christmas song again he did? Uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. I was waiting for you to sing the, it. Uh, oh, Merry Christmas, <laughs> Happy Holidays. This was like my jam back oh, in middle school. This was our second album we ever recorded. This was back in 1998. Did that come out on cassette or was it CD? Uh, both. It was wow. CD and cassette. One fun fact, NSYNC was the number one seller of uh, cassette tapes for years, all the way to the end of the 90s. For some reason, they always liked buying our album on cassette tape. And are we doing a reunion coming up? Maybe. I mean, we're, we're, look, we are talking about it, and I hope to have some good news at some point. Like on January 1st on Rent Day. Yeah. <laughs> Give us a little more time. Happy 2024. Yeah. 
All right, so there it is. Lance Bass teases NSYNC maybe having a reunion. I'll tell you what, I don't like Lance Bass. I don't. I I'll tell you. I'll tell you what. When I first started to not like him, when he came after, he, he did like a guest stint on the ba- on Bachelor in Paradise last year, and he came after my guy Connor Brennan. Do you remember that? He was kind of like making fun of Connor Brennan. I was like, first of all, Lance Bass got the first gig he ever auditioned for, which was that of course being NSYNC. He's had the red carpet rolled out for him. He. Uh, made fun of Amber Heard in the Johnny Depp v. Amber Heard. Like he did a a, a, a TikTok in poor taste, making fun of domestic violence. Look, I just, I just think he's so out of touch and he's got no clue how lucky he is to win the lottery by being a member of a boy band in a sliver of history when boy bands were super popular. Ride that coattail, Lance Bass. Just remember where you came from. That's all I have to say, you know what I mean? Because it's like Connor Brennan. He's a singer, songwriter, super talented. I think he's got more talent in his fingernail than Lance Bass has. That's just me. Uh, that's right. I like to pick hard vendettas against very specific people, and Lance Bass is on my list. All right, Gypsy Rose Blanchard, husband brings camera crew to prison pickup. Okay, have you followed this story? Looks like Gypsy Rose Blanchard wasted no time, wasted no time enjoying her first day out of prison, and they have video of her doing some shopping. Gypsy was out looking to find the perfect pair of shoes to wear while pounding the pavement with her newfound freedom. She's no longer behind bars, and TMZ has the first look at her prison pickup, featuring her husband and a camera crew documenting her every move. So first they told us there would be no cameras allowed, like they were going to do like a secret like releasing of her and then all of a sudden maybe hey i i don't blame them make a documentary out of it the famous felon was freed on parole early thursday and when she departed chillicoth correctional center in chillicoth missouri she was greeted by a familiar face her hubby ryan scott anderson gypsy wanted to keep media away from the prison and she left in a car but she's not shying away from ryan's camera guy after all she's the subject of an upcoming lifetime doc ryan is a teacher from louise Anna, and he married Gypsy in prison last year, cap- captured his wife's first taste of freedom after her seven years behind bars, and then he and the photog went back to their hotel a few hours later without Gypsy. As we first told you, again, this is an article by TMZ, Gypsy's release was super secretive. Media and fans weren't allowed on the premises, and the parking lot was off limits too. Ryan and his photog had the golden ticket though. His car stood out in the empty parking lot not just because of the personalized Hitman license plate, a tribute to the famous WWE wrestler. Gypsy's homecoming has been eagerly eagerly anticipated. Remember, she was sentenced to a decade behind bars back in 2016, being convicted in the murder of her mother D.D. Blanchard, who was accused of forcing Gypsy to pretend to be disabled for years. Gypsy's then-boyfriend, Nick, admitted to murdering D.D. in 2015 to help Gypsy escape her mother's clutches, and he's still serving a life sentence. As reported, Gypsy was granted parole in September, and her release on Thursday comes three years before her original release date. She's, uh, so, I mean, very interesting. Uh, You know, to be quite honest, I didn't follow this story when it first happened. I'm just kind of following it now, uh, but it's not the only sort of morose story in today's news. Idaho murder house torn down years after Koberger's arrest, a year after Koberger's arrest. The home where four University of Idaho students were brutally murdered has been demolished, this coming a year after suspect killer Brian Koberger was arrested. The demo crew got to work early Thursday morning on raising the property in Moscow, Indiana, um, excuse me, Indiana? Is that what? No, where, where the, <laughs> sorry guys, where the hell was this? Uh, 
uh, Idaho. Geez, sorry. I get my Midwestern states mixed up. The demo crew got to work early Thursday morning on raising the property. The sun was barely up when demolition began, and the whole front of the building was out of sight in roughly 15 minutes. The university claimed the demolition could take several days, although the property already looks completely unrecognizable. University officials said the decision to tear it down was an attempt to decrease further impact on the students who live in that area. Yeah, I can understand. It's like, tear the thing down. There was a crazy murder that happened there. It'll just become known as that weird house. Um, it's been a year since 29-year-old Koberger was arrested for the November 22 murders of Kaylee Gonsalves, Maddie Mogan, Zana Kernodal, and Ethan Chap- Chapin, who were all found dead inside their home. Uh, I, I ha- Again, another story I haven't been following too closely, um, but uh, just devastating news out there. Okay, we're going to get to some lighter content for you this afternoon, but those are definitely stories to keep up on in our news cycle. We'll be back with more right after this. Love is in the air. Uh, where art thou, Romeo? Dr. Romeo from The Bachelorette and from Bachelor in Paradise has gotten down on one knee and proposed to his girlfriend, Caroline. And guess what? She said yes. She said yes. We've got photos of her mouth agape. If you want to see uh, our commentary and reactions, you can go to Patreon where we do the live video recording of the episodes, patreon.com slash Dave Neal. Even former girlfriends of Romeo are in the chat saying congratulations. Hey, it's the Christmas season, folks, and what a better time to pop the question to those you love. It looks like, and maybe you guys can let me know from the background, that he proposed in the pond in front of in Central Park overlooking the east side, the Upper East Side. I could have it wrong. Let me know where they are. But either way, very happy for them. Pardeep even commented and said, congratulations. Pardeep will be our next guest on Driving with Dave. Would be nice to have Romeo on too. Get all these doctors. Why not, folks? Why not? Uh, Faith Martin from this past season of Golden Bachelor has reposted that the Golden Bachelorette is now casting senior men looking for love. Um, you can go uh, find out that information online. And hey, why don't you submit? Come on. In other crazy news, Sephora is in the news. We love Sephora, right? You ever you ever want to smell like a million different scents? The only thing worse than Sephora, as far as smells go, is if you go to, um, what's it called? Uh, Abercrombie and Fitch. They will leave you with a headache. They smell so bad in there. Um, you know, uh, they just pump perfume in your direction, hoping you'll buy a product. Customer claims body butter is crack for spiders. Hey, honey, close your ears. You're not going to want to hear this one. A Sephora customer has untangled a mysterious web. Why spiders can't get enough of their body butter? Could you imagine that? Could you imagine putting your, uh, coating yourself in body butter and then spiders want to eat it? That's not exactly a recipe for a relaxing afternoon. A review on Sephora's site for Sol de Janeiro body butter set the internet wild, warning folks who are scared of wolf spiders not to butter their bodies, claiming the product is a magnet for the pesky insect. 
The customer claims the bugs have appeared every day since using the lotion, adding, one time the spider wanted to eat whatever ingredient it is so bad that it chased me. I swear on everything. I'd run left. It ran left. Oh, no. The bizarre review spun quite the web on the web with a deep dive on Reddit, where someone discovered a combination of farnzyl acetate and hexadecyl acetate often attracts male spiders. The two chemicals are often used in skincare products, including body butter and lotion, although it's not entirely clear if these are included in Sephora's products. All right. Anyone's skin itching a little bit right now? Golly. The things we do to look good and young. All right. Another sad news. Parasite actor Lee Sun Kun uh, begged cops not to reveal drug probe days before his death. So more information is coming out about him. He has um, he uh, died by suicide and he was begging police not to publicly announce he was under investigation for using illegal drugs. As we know, I, I believe in South Korea, it's very shame-inducing some of the strict laws. Police officials confirmed Thursday that his lawyer requested cops to close the latest questioning round to the press on Saturday, but they declined. As reported earlier, the South Korean actor was found dead, age 48, in his car Wednesday in the capital city of Seoul after his manager reported him missing. So sad, folks. So sad. And in another sad story, we've got a retelling of history happening. Uh, Nikki Haley is making the news. She's running for president on the Republican ticket and ignores the fact that slavery was a catalyst for civil war. Here's the clip that's going viral. Um, what was the cause of the United States Civil War? Well, don't come with an easy question or anything. I mean, I think the cause of the Civil War was basically how government was going to run, the freedoms and what people could and couldn't do. What do you think the cause of the Civil War was? I mean, I think it always comes down to the role of government. We need to have capitalism. We need to have economic freedom. We need to make sure that we do all things so that individuals have the liberties so that they can have freedom of speech, freedom of religion, freedom to do or be anything they want to be without government getting in the way. What do you want me to say about slavery? Next question. So it looked like someone said, are you going to say anything about slavery? And she said, what should I say about it? Nikki Haley may need a refresher course in American history. The 2024 Republican presidential candidate failed to mention slavery as a catalyst for the Civil War. And look, hey, we know this. We know this, that schools in different parts of the country teach different versions of history. There probably were many different catalysts for the Civil War. But wouldn't you say one of them would have been whether or not uh, there should exist slaves versus, you know, I mean, come on, guys. I'm sure someone would argue this with me, but to be quite honest, if, if, you, if, if, you're, if, if you're triggered at all by the fact that this is a story we're covering, this may not be the podcast for you because we need to move in a direction where we acknowledge realities. The former South Carolina governor was talking to a bunch of voters in Berlin, New Hampshire Wednesday when a man asked her what caused the American Civil War. She bungled the answer, saying the government was infringing on people's rights. And, and again, that's kind of the main response is a lot of people have when they say it's not about slavery. It was about, it was about rights. Well, yeah, okay, slaves were kind of a big deal. I mean, I think the cause of the Civil War was basically how government was going to run, she said. So either way, uh, audiences uh, gen generally not liking her response there. Uh, I think uh, I think it wouldn't hurt her cause to speak some truth to her answers. Uh, and in other disgraceful news, 
Ariana Grande and Ethan Slater are living together and vibing. Their relationship status is serious. Uh, he's famous for playing SpongeBob on Broadway. Now, look, I'm not here to shame anybody. If you make it on Broadway, you can truly make it anywhere because Broadway is a hell of a. I mean, there's a lot. I, I, I've lived with musical theater actors. They got to get up at like 3 a.m. to go to these auditions. They, you know, it is a rigmarole. And uh, anyway, big old SpongeBob energy here. So, but the problem with their relationship is it, you know, he, his wife before Ariana was what had a newborn baby and he just ditches his wife and now lives with a pop star. I don't know. It's kind of sketchy to me. Sources with direct knowledge tell TMZ Ariana and Ethan are living under the same roof in New York city. That said, we're told each maintains a separate residence, but they are together almost all of the time. One source tells TMZ aside from sharing a common interest in acting, they vibe together. I wonder if they lick, uh, lick donuts together. You guys remember Ariana Grande was caught on video licking a donut as part of a prank, you know, like a donut, in an actual store that she wasn't buying. Yikes. We're told Ariana will return to England early next year to finish filming Wicked, and it's unclear whether Ethan will go. He has a commitment on Broadway where he stars in Spamalot. Even if they are on separate continents while she finishes the film, we're told she'll only be in England for a short period of time. All right, so that's their romance. They both, I, think, I think he was married, and I think she was engaged to somebody else when their relationship ended. All right, not too good. All right, we'll get to the Clayton story. I'll have that for you in a moment. But first, very interesting here. Uh, speaking of revisionary history, I don't even know what side of the story I'm on with this, but I think it's so funny. Donald Trump calls bullshit on Home Alone 2 bully claim. He said they begged me to be in the film. Donald Trump is slamming reports he bullied his way into the film Home Alone 2, lost in New York, saying the director begged him to play a role in a famous scene with Macaulay Culkin. I'll be the first to tell you, I'm not the type of person that rewrites history and says, oh, uh, he was stupid in Home Alone 2. No. Donald Trump in Home Alone 2 was a cool scene. He, he's like a larger than life figure who owns the hotel that Macaulay Culkin is staying at. Uh, you know, Kevin McAllister is a uh, stage name. And it's a scene where like, you know, it was a funny scene where Macaulay Culkin doesn't realize who he is. It was a, as far as cameos go, it was about as good of a cameo as you're going to get. Well, here's what he had to say, uh, Donald Trump, that is, on Truth Social. 30 years ago, How Time Flies, director Chris Columbus, who, by the way, also directed a lot of the Harry, uh, excuse me, the uh, yes, Harry Potter films and others were begging me to make a cameo appearance in Home Alone 2. They rented the Plaza Hotel in New York, which I owned at the time. I was very busy and didn't want to do it. They were very nice, but above all, persistent. I agreed, and the rest is history. That little cameo took off like a rocket, and the movie was a big success, and still is, especially around Christmas time. People call me whenever it is aired. Now, however, 30 years later, Columbus, what was his real name, put out a statement that I bullied myself into the movie. Nothing could be further from the truth. That cameo helped make the movie a success, but if they felt bullied or didn't want me, why did they put me in and keep me there for over 30 years? Because I was and still am great for the movie, that's why. Just another Hollywood guy from the past looking for a quick fix of Trump publicity for himself. Well, I'll say this. I think the movie would have been fantastic with or without Donald J. Trump, but I won't go as to far as so far as to say that he wasn't good in it. I mean, he does. He, he's good at these cameos. It's part of his braggadocio. It, it says nothing about his policies as president or how he is as a person. He's good at those cameos, and I'm not going to pretend like that's not true. I think it's hilarious when you watch this movie back 
that I can just see him in there. As far as whether or not he bullied himself into it, I'm not sure, but I will say I wouldn't be surprised if he said, oh yeah, you want to film at my place? I need a cameo in your movie. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, I don't know if that counts as him bullying his way into it, but it's very common if you've ever shot, say, say you were shooting a scene for Law & Order at an art gallery. The owner of the art gallery might have a cameo, might walk by or do something, or the director's daughter might be in a scene. That's very common. With regards to this cameo, it actually made sense because he was the famous guy that Macaulay Culkin didn't notice. I hate to explain the whole film to you, but it made sense, but it had little to do with the success of the movie. All right, we're going to be back right after this with your Clayton Eckert update. Now, as we record this podcast, I don't have much additional content to get to regarding Clayton Eckert's paternity scandal that I haven't shared already on YouTube. I know a lot of you in the audience don't necessarily watch the YouTube and the podcast, so I'm just going to share what I have. It's breaking news, folks, uh, for you guys here. Let me get the breaking news button here. Breaking news. Okay, we have sources that tell us, which is a very big breaking news story right now. Sources tell us that Jane Doe from the Clayton Eckerd v. Jane Doe pregnancy scandal is no longer pregnant. Now, it's important how we listen to this, right? She says, no longer pregnant. And what is expected by Clayton's side at this point is that they will only dismiss their motions if Jane Doe admits that she was never pregnant by Clayton Eckerd. Essentially, what they want is this. They want Jane Doe... Uh, according to these sources, to admit she was never pregnant by Clayton Eckert. Uh, they don't want this to just go away because she now says she's no longer pregnant. So it appears to me, as I read between the lines here, and again, these are just my opinions on some information we have, but it appears to me that she would like the motion to dismiss all of these ongoing aspects of the court case because she says, I'm no longer pregnant. Don't put me through this. And his side is saying, no, no, no. We want to prove that he was never because he, you know, she claims that with hundred percent certainty that she was pregnant with his uh, uh, twins. And you might say, well, how can you prove she said this? Well, we have the cross-examination from November 2nd, 2023. Here, here, have a listen to her under oath claiming to be pregnant. And obviously, uh, it's your position that you are pregnant with alleged twins, correct? A hundred percent. Yes, correct. What medications are you currently on? Okay, so then that's where she says 100%. She understands that she would be lying under oath if she did not provide accurate testimony, and she claimed on November 2nd she was pregnant. Now we get into a bit of a kerfuffle where she says she's no longer pregnant. Well, are you no longer pregnant? Because if so, according to my calculations on November 2nd, she would have been 22 to 24 weeks pregnant past the 20 week mark where it is considered a, uh, a miscarriage and now considered a stillbirth, which would require birth certificates, uh, and all of that jazz or death certificates, I should say. So it's very complicated, uh, as far as the timelines concerned, but as we watch this play out, we have to look at Jane Doe. And as I cover this on YouTube uh, today, she has a new lawyer. Some say, oh, did she drop her old lawyer? No, the lawyer she had in her last case, uh, which was the injunction against harassment that Clayton won, was a separate case. That was like a civil case. This is family court. So my guess is Jane Doeth is here uh, banking on the fact that there are so many court cases that a judge might just dismiss the case altogether. All right, she claims she's no longer pregnant. I guess we don't need to know the particular 
eternity. Whereas Clayton's side is saying, wait a second here. Okay, I've been defamed. And again, these are these are these are my uh, sort of retelling of how I think it'll go. Uh, but I've been defamed. She's she's literally smeared me. Uh, the biggest story of the Bachelor year ever is me claiming that I'm not showing up for paternity tests and I don't want anything to do with it and this that and the other. I need to prove she was never pregnant because I only got a blowjob. That's that's the case he needs to make. If it goes to a, a dismissal then it really just comes down to a court of public opinion, which most people will side with Clayton. But then again, those who Google it might only find her article she wrote or this or that. So I think it does need to go through the court system just to prove maybe using blood sampling or whatever that she wasn't pregnant as the paternity test three out of four times or two out of three, whatever it was, proved little to no fetal DNA. Well, we need to see that through. Uh, If I were in Clayton's shoes, I would want to know that the court has it on record so that the maybe history cannot be rewritten on this story. And as far as I'm concerned with a harassment case, it's important for me too, because I haven't lied. I've been sharing these court papers and not sharing her name or this or that. But could there be a scenario where she says to the court in LA, I'm no longer pregnant. And then they just believe that she had a miscarriage and I'm the bad guy now. I would much prefer the truth to come out. I'd love to know what you guys think. We're going to have a lot more on this story. Trust me, make sure to keep listening. We'll be back tomorrow morning to round it all up. It's a wild week between Christmas and New Year's. I wish I had a, I don't know, better stuff to report here because it's kind of a toxic story, but let's at least hope that it's close to the end. We'll be back tomorrow. And if you're, if you're, I don't know, in Huntington Beach, California and you haven't bought your tickets yet, come to the show tonight, 7 p.m. at the Rec Room. We'll be doing some stand-up comedy and relaxing and ending the year on a laugh. God knows we need it. And we will be here tomorrow to do just that. Have a good one, everyone. As always, I'm Dave Neal. This was The Rush. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. And if you didn't, don't. Join the free Facebook group, Dave Neal's Community. Got cash? Become a premium member at patreon.com slash Dave Neal. Link in the description below. And don't forget to follow Dave on Instagram at dneals for upcoming stand-up shows. See you tomorrow on The Rush.